Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OK Up, or welcome if it's your first time joining me. I know it, it has been a bit. It has been approximately three weeks, and usually I try not to go past two without recording, especially if I'm still in one season. Um, but, you know, things got busy, and, you know, it was picking up right in the height of my track season, and I... I was getting into my internship, getting into other work stuff, dealing with grad school stuff. So it's been a busy few weeks. It's been a a great few weeks, but also busy nonetheless. But I appreciate you all for um, bearing with me and still listening, even with my sporadic schedule. And I know for New Year's, I was like, I'm going to have a good upload schedule. But um, so far we have not up- upheld to that, um, uh, New Year's resolution and that's okay because doing our best, doing our best. This, I feel like this is the first, I'm not making excuses, but like, um, I feel like this is like the biggest test of how busy I have yet to be while doing this podcast so I'm just thankful that I have the opportunity to still do it when I can and hopefully when my spring break is next week so my goal is to kind of make a few um episodes in advance so it's not going to be as you know uh what do you call it last minute or anything like that um but and it's been a great few weeks I last posted on February 1st. So we've kind of just missed out on February together. Um, Again, I'm sorry about that. I did not intend for that at all. But just to update you on February and how it's been, it has been, I feel like the first part of February was not as, how would you say, it wasn't as monumental. Monumental? I don't know something like that but it wasn't as monumental and nothing too exciting happened I'm kind of going through my camera roll right now to see if I can find anything that was monumental um in the first part of February but in the second part you know right in the middle we it was actually on was it on Valentine's Day no two days before Valentine's Day um my track team won our conference championships and that was a big accomplishment of ours and it was really it was a lot of work but it was ultimately a a I think it paid off and we earned it so that was really exciting and not only did uh and last year I everything that I did at conference you know none of my things I competed in really contributed as much as I wish they would have but this year I scored points in both events that I did and so that was exciting for me because that was kind of just my goal is to help score some points and then after that we recently went to New England's for track where my relay was able to break the school record which was really exciting too because I'm not used to kind of having um titles like that so that was exciting and then last week we had our senior formal and so that was that was good I couldn't 
drink at it because I had the meat the next day. So that was kind of bummy. But other than that, it was fun to get dressed up and it was, you know, fun to see everyone. It was like the first kind of senior event that we, that I happened for the end of the semester in the 100 days to countdown to commencement, which is so bizarre. And it's crazy that we're already here, but it's been, it's been a great few weeks, definitely busy, but very rewarding. Um, and then for a good thing that happened today, with it being Sunday, I did a lot of nothing, which is needed because both Friday and Saturday, I was at a track meet all day. Not all day, I guess, on Friday, but for a good part of it. But today, I just kind of hung around and I eventually went to the gym just to go on the elliptical, just seeing my body moving because I was kind of entering that place where I was both bored but also feeling a little sluggish. So I thought that I would just get my body moving and all of that jazz. And yeah, now I'm here and I'm planning to go to bed early because why not, you know? <laughs> but like I said, not this upcoming week, the week after is my spring break and I'm very excited for that one. And now looking at the national day calendar, so, even though it's close to the end of the day, I still want to read the ones for today before I read the ones for tomorrow because this first one is so wholesome. It's Letter to an Elder Day. Like, that's so wholesome. It's also National Pistachio Day. Um, and then tomorrow, February 27th, is International, International Polar Bear Day, um, National Protein Day, um, National Chocolate Souffle Day, and National Pancake Day. That's exciting. And Wednesday, March 1st, is National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Um, and that kind of both two people that come to my mind, Tori and Elizabeth, they are both peanut butter fanatics. So that is exciting for them. Um, and oh, what was I going to say? I was literally just going to say something. Oh, March 1st is also the day that my mom designated as her day it's not her birthday it's not like obviously it's not mother's day or an anniversary or anything it's just it's called chp day which are her initials um and people would literally growing up send flowers and edible arrangements to her house um so if that's not extra i don't know what is but i guess it makes sense because i am the way that i am so i was kind of going back and forth of what to talk about today and, you know, I kind of came down to it and I asked on the Instagram what you all would like to hear because I feel like I'm always, you know, trying to come up with something that I know I haven't done in a little bit or say if I have done a lot of like deep episodes, I'll try to do like a lighthearted one. You know, I just try to really mix it up. Um, but today, I thought that I would talk about when things don't exactly go according to plan, but why that's kind of what's meant to be. And I know that's a little confusing. I'm still trying to figure out the wording of it, but I'm going to tell you all a little story and and how that's this has been relating to me and how ultimately I decided that where the path led, it's 
better than I could have expected. So let's get started, shall we? Okay, so as a senior in college, somebody who is going to be attending grad school after this, it has been basically since freshman year, grad school has always been right there in the back of my mind and has become much more of a reality in this year, obviously, but especially in the past few months. You know, I have been applying to things since I'd say September and I've been slowly hearing back from schools. It's been really great to hear back from all the schools that I applied to. And, you know, I think for the longest time, I, you know, I go to Regis and it's right outside of Boston. And for the longest time, you know, I, I told myself, I'm like, yeah, when I go to OT school, I'm not going to Regis. I'm not going to do it. It's like, it's too safe. I'm not going to do it. And so I was looking, you know, everywhere else. I was looking for a while in Philadelphia. I was looking in Colorado. I was looking in Vermont, in other places in Massachusetts, in New Hampshire. And sometimes I listen to other people's, you know, big plans and their big, you know, their next stage of their life. And I, you know, I I just wanted to be like that. And I just wanted to be like, you know, I'm going to leave this all behind. I'm going to leave my undergrad school behind and I'm going to go somewhere else. And, and I don't want this to come across seeming like a pessimist or even as a realist, but I think it's important to, to notice a time and place for when certain decisions are made, you know? So, you know, I didn't want to be in my undergrad anymore. I've loved my time here. I've loved the friends and the opportunities it's given me. But, you know, I kind of decided that I would close this chapter and open a new one. However, occupational therapy school, it's still a little niche. And although it is a growing profession, it's harder to find not only master's programs that you know have a program there but also ones that kind of check off all the boxes and ones that are going to give you the best opportunity in education and as I'm saying this out loud I know this is going to be really difficult to I guess relate to I try to make my episodes pretty relatable so that most situations people even if it's not the exact situation they can kind of relate to their own. So just bear with me. I'll be, I'll get to a lesson, but the story I'm telling is, you know, it's going to be a little, it's really just going to be about me, (laughs) but, um, we're getting there. So for the longest time, I, like I said, I just wanted to get out of here. And, you know, as I kind of, you know, looked into other programs and things around the country. Not, and then knowing that, you know, New England, unbiased, does have the best education out there and does have some of the best opportunities. But then being like, okay, let's look at New England for an OT school. And, you know, I started with Massachusetts because obviously it's a probably 
has the most educational opportunities in New England. Um, and there was a good amount of schools in Massachusetts where I am now. But I looked in New Hampshire. I looked in Vermont. Um, I didn't look too much in Maine, only briefly. Um, but I kind of knocked that one off. I knocked Connecticut off. And I knocked Rhode Island off. Those those three states I, I knew weren't going to be in the running. And so I... Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, it was kind of always my dream when I was growing up to go to Colorado eventually and to live there. And, you know, as I start to explore educational opportunities, I realized that that might not be feasible to go, to do that this time. So, you know, kind of Vermont seemed like the Colorado of the Northeast, and it was still relatively close. But um, so I, that was really exciting to know that I could look there. And so by this time, I was kind of between three schools, one in Vermont, one in New Hampshire, and one in Massachusetts, where I am. And although... So this was a very difficult decision. I was constantly making spreadsheets. I was constantly, you know, talking with students in these programs. I was looking at all the statistics. I was comparing costs. I was comparing program lengths, the degree I'd be getting. Like everything you can think of, I I saw it and I looked at it and I compared it. So without giving away the name of some of the programs I applied to, I realized one of them wasn't what I thought it was originally and it didn't have the exact it didn't have what I was looking for in terms of education and um opportunity and I this isn't a just that school I'm sure it is has very very good programs but just right now it's not exactly what I needed for my education, which was really disappointing to me because um, one of these schools was something that I I really did want. And it was a really difficult decision to say goodbye to that one on my list. And so now here I am with my undergraduate school and one more that I'm comparing. And, you know, I went and I talked to my advisors at my school here and also the program director at my school here. And I'm, as I'm talking to my advisor, you know, I'm showing her my spreadsheets, I'm showing her my um, pros and cons, all the different papers I've made, all of the comparisons, the ins and outs. And she goes, you know, I think, I think you think that you're failing yourself if you come back and do your education at your undergrad. And I was like, yeah, because I've always said that that's something I didn't want to do. And... I think when I when she said that it was almost like a weight off my shoulders was taken because for the longest time I was like why the heck and do I feel so disappointed in myself that this seems to be the best program that you know it has the best some of the best accreditation it has it's one of the cheapest it's a good program length it's so close to opportunity and experiences but why am I so disappointed in myself and I think it's because I think I know it's because for the past four years, I've built up this plan in my mind that after I finish these four years of undergrad, I'm moving on and I'm going to 
change gears and go somewhere different and live a new life. But I also know that I can't just want to leave for the sake of leaving. And I need to know what's best for my education um, and opportunity. And so that was a really difficult thing to come to terms with, basically going against what I always had thought was something I wanted and needed. And eventually, you know, I'll leave Massachusetts and that chapter will come eventually. Um, But I think right now it was a really big mental block to, you know, come to terms with myself that it's okay to seek opportunities here now and then seek opportunities elsewhere later. And I didn't you're you're not always going to be able to follow your plan to a T in the exact order and timeline that you think. You know, I I think eventually I do want to go to to Vermont or somewhere like that and have that time there. But I also know that being in Boston as a young 20-something-year-old is really important in terms of education and job opportunities. And if I were to leave that just in terms of leaving that, I know I would be failing myself in so many other ways than how I think I'm failing myself right now. And so I think this is a really perfect example of everything happens for a reason. And although I don't like that term sometimes, you know, when it's people are like, oh, well, why did this this tragedy happen for a reason? You know, obviously I don't think that type of stuff happens for a reason. But when it comes to stuff like this, I know. And every time people would be like, well, what is your gut telling you? And I, I see I hate when people say, what is your gut telling you? Because a lot of times my gut and my brain aren't in line. So my gut was saying, oh, you're stay here for your next degree but then my brain was like no no you 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 have to leave you have to leave so it was a little conflicting but you know now that I've really made this decision it aligns and it it makes sense and I think that this is a very common feeling with someone whether they go to a different school than they maybe thought they would or they have to take longer to do their degree or they change majors or what you know whatever it is I think this happens to a lot of people where they feel as though they're failing yourself. But just because you switch gears on your journey to whatever the end destination is doesn't mean you're failing yourself. And I I always said throughout this process, I always said two things to myself. First one, this was a great problem for me to have. I was looking at numerous different schools that I was lucky to get into. And it was a good problem to have. It wasn't like I was given one school and I knew I didn't want to go there. Like I had a good problem. The second thing I said is regardless of where I go, at the end of the day, I'm going to be an occupational therapist, which is what my passion is and what it has been since eighth grade when I remember on career day going and seeing an occupational therapist. Like this has been something I've been longing for for so long. And so just because something goes differently than planned on your journey to reaching your goal doesn't mean you're a failure and doesn't mean it's not meant to be, you know? It just means that the road is a little – the road took a different route, and but the destination is still going to be the same. So instead of taking, you know, the highway, I took 
the back road. But even then, I don't, especially in my situation now, if anything, I think this is a much smarter decision. And I'm so incredibly happy with it after I weighed out everything. You know, every school has their costs and benefits, but of everything that I've compared, this one makes the most sense and has the most benefits and the least amount of things I would be sacrificing. Um, So choosing to go to my undergrad school for grad school is something that I actually am very proud of and didn't think I'd come to terms with that. But I think I felt guilty about it for a while too because, you know, as especially, you know, senior going into senior year like last summer when this became more real you know I was you know telling people yeah but I'm gonna be done at Regis I'm gonna be done at undergrad and I'm gonna move and I'm gonna go live somewhere else and I'm gonna you know have this glamorous life somewhere else but right now I can live this glamorous life here with the ample opportunities that Boston has and the experiences that are here the people I've met here, the people I know in the area. And I'm so excited for that. And not to mention the program length and costs are unmatched. And I think the chapter I'll be opening for this part of my life is going to be marathon training, which is so cool. And, you know, that's something I knew would stay constant. And that's something that I could take with me anywhere. And that doesn't mean that doesn't change regardless of the school that I choose. So that's also a really incredible um, goal for me to make in this new, you know, step of my life. And something that's also so cool about this is the job opportunities that I'm already so close to in terms of, you know, the family I babysit for, the, fa- the um, my internship, my past internships and those opportunities that those bring and the opportunities I already have through my school. It's, I'm very excited. And although it took a while for me to get here and, you know, come be like, okay, this is okay. I'm not doing anything wrong by going to grad school at my undergrad school. I couldn't be more proud. So I think it's normal to feel guilty if you kind of choose a different route or a different way to get to the goal, but I I think that's a completely, and that's a completely valid thing, but also know that sometimes the plans you make when you're a certain age, and even if it's a recent certain age, I, you know, I thought that I wouldn't go to my undergrad school for grad school, even maybe four months ago. But it's important to do what's best for the opportunity you're trying to get now. And then you can always seek that other path later. And you can always seek, you know, you can do what you need to do now and you can finish what you need to do later, if that makes sense. And so I think, and now that I'm knowing what, how I'm going to spend the next couple years in grad school. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to, you know, have this foundation here and be close to the people I love and 
still be able to marathon train and still get a great education and all of that. So it's normal to have that difficulty in the process of, you know, finding the path that leads you to your goal. But it's also that's part of life and nothing's going to go how you expected it from day one. I remember going on a hike with my dad and his friend during quarantine, um, you know, back in 2020. And, you know, we were talking about grad school and my dad's friend asked me about, you know, what my plans were after I graduated undergrad. And I said, oh, I think I'm going to take a gap year between undergrad and grad school and go out to Colorado and, you know, spend a year there and spend some time there and then come back and finish, you know, do grad school on the East Coast because of the education system. Um, But, and I think that was even the plan junior year too. Like the plan, your plan can always be changing. And, but that end goal for me has stayed the same. And so I think as long as I'm still chasing that end goal, it doesn't so much. I know it's people always say it's about the journey, not the destination, which is true in this case because it's, you know, the journey that I'm taking is meant to be. But also, it's important to keep in mind that destination and how, despite what journey I take, it's going to lead me to that final destination, um, which is a really beautiful thing if you think about it. So, if you're ever conflicted about which path to take to get to your goal, know that whatever t- path you ultimately do take, that's going to still allow you to accomplish what you need to accomplish. And I do believe that stuff like that is meant to be. And I think this comes, like I mentioned earlier, can come along with like changing majors or transferring schools or even drop like stepping down from school and choosing a different career path. You know, like whatever it might be, I think that it's important to be a little easier on ourselves and not beat ourselves up if the anticipated road that we wanted to take when we were 12, 15, 18, 20 years old, if that doesn't hold up, it's okay because life is always ebbing and flowing. And it's okay if a different route leads us to whatever we want to get led to. Um, And now that this is this decision has been made for me. Um, I feel so accomplished and I'm so happy and I'm ready for this next step. And I, you know, it's, it's clear, it's clear to me that this was meant to be, and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So thank you all so much for listening. I thank you again for, you know, bearing with me during this very sporadic and wacky upload schedule. I am going to try my best, but I'd rather not make a promise rather than have empty promises. So I will leave you all with that. Um, If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can follow the Instagram at okayyappodcast. And you can also email the email that's okayyappodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. As always, I'm rooting for you. You're all beautiful and join me next time on Okay Up.